friends to lovers, to kisses and cuddles, we are doing it God's way. This, this is Stronger Together, Closer to God. Hey fam, welcome to Stronger Together, Closer to God. This is Minister Vernon, and today I am sharing with you five beautiful lessons that I've learned from my father, the late, the great Master Sergeant Vernon Myers. And in case you didn't know, over the past seven years, I had the honor and the pleasure of being the caregiver for my dad. I sacrificed my career and time that I was doing and other things to make sure that I was with him 24-7. My wife was there to support me along this journey. And during the seven years of that time, it got me to really reflect and think about the wisdom and the knowledge that I learned from my dad, not just through his words, but also through his actions. And because we're in America, um, this upcoming Sunday is Father's Day. I just wanted to take this time to really share with you at least five lessons I learned from my father. Five lessons that stick with me to this day. It makes me the greater man that you see or hear today because of his great sacrifice, his great work, his great dedication, most importantly, his love in Christ. And so I want to share that with you. And I hope and pray that what I share with you will inspire you on why we need to get connected and never let go of God's word. What I learned in the process is this. Father, days don't get a lot of love and attention like it does when mothers and we know because our mothers give a lot and they sacrifice a lot in many cases they do a lot of things on their own because the father's not around however when you do have that father in your life please take advantage of it because a father's wisdom a father's love and a father's guidance and knowledge can do a lot of things for your destiny it can really direct you in a way that best represents our kingdom of God. And so with that being said, there are five lessons I learned from my father. The first lesson I learned from my father is that Jesus in the center of everything. My dad would spend every day reading the Bible. I would usually get up, get out of the room. And first thing I do when I turn that left corner is that I would see my dad doing my father's business. He was sitting there reading the Bible and reading his words and then highlighting them, taking notes beside him. And if he had the right Bible that had references to it, he would go and refer to other scriptures and really build on his knowledge and his understanding in the word of God. See, the way to the Jesus to be in the center of your life is that you have to make sure that you make a choice to put him in the center. My dad did that every day when he was reading that Bible, when he was praying. He chose to, no matter what decision he wanted to make, that he was going to put God in the center at all things that happens. See, Ephesians 3 verse 15 to 20 says, every family in heaven on earth gets his true name from him. I asked the father with his great glory to give you the power to be strong in your spirit. He will give you the strength through his spirit. I pray that Christ will live in your hearts because of your faith. I pray that you will live a strong in love and be built on love, that all God's holy people will have the power to understand the greatness of Christ's love. How wide, how long, how high and how deep that love is. Christ's love is greater than anyone can ever know, but I pray that you will be able to know that love. Then you can be filled with everything that God has for you. With God's power working in us, he can do much more than anything we can ask or think of. 
That's what dad did. Dad showed me through his love. Dad showed me through his passion in Christ how it is important that I am centering myself in God so I can understand and receive God's love and how to implement God's love wherever we go. And the other thing that my dad also showed me and pinned Jesus in the center is that it's very important that we put the peace of God and let be freely and be in God's grace, the peace of love and God's grace. See, in Colossians 3, verse 15 through 17, it states, let the peace of Christ give control your thinking. It is the peace that you were chosen to be together in one body and always be thankful. Let the teachings of Christ live inside you richly. Use all the wisdom to teach and counsel each other. Sing psalms, hymns, and spiritual songs with thankfulness in your heart to God. Everything you say and everything you do should be done for Christ your Lord. And all you do, give thanks to God the Father through Jesus Christ. And Hebrews 4.16 also says, With Jesus as our high priest, we can feel free to come before God's throne where there is grace. Then we receive mercy and kindness to help us when we need it. No matter the circumstances of the situation, whatever it was my dad's health, whether it was one of the siblings going through some challenges, whether it was just making a decision of which way to go and how to do things, he always made sure to seek God's wisdom and seek God's guidance first before he implemented what he wanted to do. I know for sure that I saw nothing but blessings and favor that came his way. The second thing I learned from my dad is that Jesus is on the front lines. My dad sacrificed his life 21 years in the Marine Corps, and he gave his life so that individuals like you and I can enjoy the freedoms in America and reap the benefits of the blessings and favor of these men and women who sacrifice every day for our country. But I also saw my dad sacrifice in service when I was in high school. He didn't have to be part of the class of 98 at Sutton High School's Parent Advisory Council or the and work with them or even sacrifice to give up his nighttime to be at the high school so that kids like us could have a place where we don't have to be in an area to have fun and be in an area that's dealing with drinking and driving and drugs. But my dad made that sacrifice. He volunteered his time. And what I learned in that midst of him, seeing him doing these things is what I see what Jesus does. Luke 2 verse 49 says, Jesus said to them, why did you have to look for me? You should have known that I must be where my father works is. And that's what my dad did. He went where the father asked him to work at. Psalms 23 verse 3, the four reminds us as well as I learned from my dad that no matter where it happens, Jesus is going to lead you in the right directions. Psalms 23 verse 3 to 4 says he refreshes and restores our soul. He leads us in the path of righteousness for his namesake. Even though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil for you are with me. Your rod and your staff, they comfort and console me. See, I learned in the midst of this that no matter what happens, Jesus is always ahead. He's making sure that the area is clear and prepared for us to walk behind him. Look at Luke 7, verse 8 through 10. It says, I know this because I am a man under the authority of other men, and I have soldiers under my authority. I tell one soldier, go, and he says, go, and I tell another soldier, come, and he says, come. And I said to my servant, do this, and my servant obeys me. When Jesus heard this, he was amazed. He turned to the people following him and said, I tell you, this is the most faith I have ever seen 
anywhere, even in Israel. The group was sent to Jesus, went back to the house. There they found the servant was healed. Notice what Jesus did in that moment. He was amazed. He turned to the people who was following him. So he was leading the people. And when he heard this group talk about what this servant had done, the leader had done and the sacrifice he had made and the requests he made, it amazed him that he had to stop. Jesus had to stop and look at the people he was following. That tells us that Jesus was leading many others to great glory and honor and presence. And even he reminds us how important is to be a leader. And that's what I learned from my dad. Through service, you want to be a leader for others to bring them closer to Christ. Check out Matthew 18, verse one to five. About that time, the followers came to Jesus and asked, who is the greatest God kingdom? And Jesus called a little child to come to him. He stood the child in front of the followers. Then he said, the truth is you must change your thinking and become like little children. If you don't do this, you will never enter God's kingdom. The greatest person in God's kingdom is the one who makes himself humble like a child. Whoever accepts a little child like this in my name accepts me. Dad was always humbling himself. He was sacrificed many times for others and he would sometimes even step up and speak out on behalf of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. The beauty of his service reminded me that we need to serve the front lines. The third thing I learned from my dad was that Jesus has your back. And it was through dad's wisdom and his guidance that helped remind me of the importance of how much I was loved, how much I was cared for, and how important it is. Jesus always has your back. He will never leave you, nor he will never forsake you. One scripture that reminded me of this is Mark 2 verses 1 through 5. A few days later, Jesus came back to Capernaum. The news had spread that he was back home. A large crowd gathered to hear him speak. The house was so full that there was no place to stand, not even outside the door. When Jesus was teaching, some people brought a paralyzed man to see him. He was being carried by four of them, but they could not get the man inside to Jesus because the house was so full of people. So they went to the roof above Jesus and made a hole in it. Then they lowered the mat with the paralyzed man on it. When Jesus saw how much faith he had, he said to the paralyzed man, young man, your sins are forgiven. There have been many times where my dad heard certain things about his health. And the reality is, is that my dad was probably supposed to not live as long as he did. But it was because of dad's faithfulness. It was because of dad's sacrifice. And it was because of dad really seeking God's will and understanding and following his command that there were a lot of miracles that happened that no one ever expected. I'll give you an example. My dad's vision was impacted to the point that he only could see from one side of his eye. That was uh, later in his life. And the doctors had told him probably give him 15 years. That was supposed to happen in 95 when he was supposed to become totally blind. God gave him an extra 15 years because he had an assignment for him to be with me. I believe that. And even when dad eventually did lose his vision, God still blessed him another seven years. And even in the midst of that, there was a situation with his heel. And typically when the hills does things like this, when it turns black and purple, it's an opportunity where an individual can lose a part of their leg. But by God's grace, that didn't happen. It actually healed. Let me tell you something. When you get wisdom and guidance and you do God's work, you will see God bless you in ways that you will never think is possible. 
possible, but you know it was because of the true God. And that's what my dad always reminded me when we would have conversations and talk, or even when I would see him interacting in the word, is that number four, Jesus is right beside you. See, Psalms 33 verse 2 reminds us, he lets me lie down in green pastures. He leads me beside still and quiet waters. And Romans 10 verse 8 to 10 says, this is what the scripture says. God's teaching is near you. It is in your mouth. It is in your heart. It is the teaching of faith that will tell people if you openly say Jesus is Lord and believe in your heart that God raised him from death, you will be saved. Yes, we believe in Jesus deep in our hearts so we have made right with God and we openly say that we believe in him so that we are saved see that's one of the things that I learned from my dad is that he was willing to sacrifice his life for Christ and no matter what was the good or the challenging times my dad was always there right beside me some days I didn't make the best decisions and dad would correct me on them but he did it with a love and a compassion like no other man could ever do. He also was there to really challenge me at times. I remember at times when we would practice basketball, he would show me some different strategies and tips on ways to play basketball. And sure enough, when there was a moment in my time when I felt my ankle sprain, I I felt like giving up. But I remember my dad's words. In fact, he was one of the coaches of the team. And I remember what he shared with me. And I kept pushing myself all the way to the end. It's because of that that I still push myself no matter what comes my way. And last but not least, one of the greatest things I learned from my dad is that Jesus is always right above you. He's always watching you. He's always there for you. Psalms 121 verse 1 through 8 sums it up. It says, I look to the hills from where my help really come from. My help comes from the Lord, the creator of heaven and earth. He will not let you fall. Your protector will not fall asleep. Isaiah's protector does not get tired. He never sleeps. The Lord is my protector. The Lord stands by my side, shading and protecting me. The sun cannot harm me during the day and the moon cannot harm me at night. The Lord will protect me from every danger. He will protect my soul. The Lord will protect me as you come and go, both now and forever. My dad always was right there, always watching, always protecting, always taking care of me. Those are the five things I learned from my dad. I learned from my dad that Jesus is always in the center if you allow him to be. I learned that Jesus is on the front lines, making sure that the path is paved away so that you can walk in with no harm or danger to happen to you. At the same time, Jesus always got our back. He's given us wisdom and guidance to help us persevere. And then Jesus is right beside us. It is through the good and challenging times that no matter what happens, his wisdom, his guidance, his mercy, and his grace will always be there to give us the comfort and the joy and the laughter and comfort those tears when it's needed. And last but not least, Jesus is always right above you, always watching, and all we have to do is call and pray on him. Thank you for listening today. I hope and pray this message was a blessing to you. A few announcements before I go. Make sure you join us tomorrow for our weekly Tuesday Bible study. We discuss relationship challenges and we look into God's word for the solution. You can check us out on our live Facebook page every Tuesday. Just type in the word Stronger Together Closer to God. Also check out our website at s2c2gministry.com. 
There you will find information about our other podcasts, our weekly blog posts, and any upcoming workshops coming your way. And last but certainly not least, make sure you click on the Partners tab and sow a seed to the ministry. The more you give, the more we reach one million people and couples to become stronger together and closer to God.